It's finally Friday on Rush to Reason with your host, John Rush. So I tell him I'm a pro jack. And who do you think they can be? The Dalai Lama. So we finish 18, and he's going to stiff me. And I say, hey, Lama, hey, how about a little something, you know, for the effort, you know? And he says, oh, uh, there won't be any money. But when you die on your deathbed, you will receive total consciousness. So I got that for you. And movie reviews with Andy Pate. I think that you got the wrong impression about me. I think in all fairness, I should explain to you exactly what it is that I do. What I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills I have acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Jake, right? What do you want to do tonight? The same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over the world. Stick a fork in me, Jerry. I'm done. Now, here is your host of Rush to Reason, John Rush. John Rush. All right, we are here, Friday. Myself, Andy Page, Charlie Grimes, how's Andy? Doing well. It's a beautiful day outside. It's going to be a gorgeous weekend. You know what? Finally. Yeah. I'm, I don't know about you, but I, I like looking out and seeing the sunshine. When you have a really blizzardy weekend, do you just feel like your weekend is wasted? Yeah, because you just don't feel like doing anything. Right. Charlie and I were talking about that the other day. Speaking of sun, though, Alan Davis joining us now at Level Engineering. Alan, how are you, sir? I'm doing great, John. How are you? I just wanted to tell you I'm so thankful for you this holiday season. Thank you for being in my life. Man. Well, so. appreciate you very much, Alan. Thank you for saying that. Likewise, we appreciate you and all that you do for our listeners. I've heard some really good things from, from folks, got some great feedback and things that you can do that really a lot of other folks can't do that are in your industry. In fact, Alan, I'll just start there. What, you know, what are some of the things you can do that you're not seeing a lot of other solar companies do? Well, I, you know, one thing is, uh, you know, I, I like to talk about, like, handling the money uh, with the solar. Uh, if, you, if you have a power bill for, let's say, it's $500 a month, uh, it's really important to understand uh, before you switch over to solar exactly what, what you're going to get back from the government, what your uh, tax credits are going to be. And, uh, you know, if you're going to be in the house less than 10 years, and I don't see many other solar companies looking at it this way, but... If you're going to be in the house less than 10 years, um, you know, nobody wants to buy solar for the next person that's going to be in the house to benefit from it. But uh, the proper way to look at it is, is just to say, hey, I'm going to pay for my power bill for the next 10 years and live, you know, in the house with no no payment. And, and, and I want to use that example of a house that has about a $500 a month power bill um, because everybody can, you know, divide that out or right. multiply it to get right. their number. Yeah, so in this case, uh, let's, let's say they have the $500 a month power bill. Then what that means is the tax credit is basically going to cover their power bill for anywhere between 8 to 10 years. And we don't see very many companies, um, you know, uh, one, first making sure they do get that tax credit for that amount. Right. But also, two on top of that, you know, quantifying that. So, you know, like uh, the way I got in the solar business was, uh, you know, I had, I had a house and a gentleman just walked it to me and said, Hey, Alan, you know, if you can get solar on this house before you sell it next year, you'll be able to get about 6% more, but you'll be the one that gets the tax credit on the house when you sell it. And, uh, uh, you know, I'm just thrilled I met that guy. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he introduced me to the world of solar. So that's the first thing, you know, that we see that if they're, if you're within less than, you know, going to be moving out of your house mm-hmm. within 10 years, 
then, then um, you know, getting the solar in your house is going to allow you to sell the house for more and then just live there without a power bill until you move away. On a house that has about uh, a $500 a month uh, power bill, the tax credit is going to be approximately $50,000 on that house. Okay. And, well, uh, well worth looking. As I keep telling everybody, too, that's, those are the things that I appreciate about you. You'll... You'll sit down, you'll analyze all those things, and you know. And there's a lot of folks, you know, as you know, Alan, that are, I would call window selling, quote unquote. They, you know, they look at a Google image, or they're, you know, they're kind of giving you a quote that way. They're not physically coming out looking at the direction the sun would hit the roof, and how much exposure do you actually have, and what does the bill actually look like, and what's the infrastructure going to look like to have to get this installed. There's very few out there doing it that way, uh, but you, you do, you, you do it that way, and I appreciate that, by the way. Oh, great, great, and then just uh, one other thing. I, I always think it's really important just to to quantify how many solar panels do you have to have to have permanently uh, deleted one of the uh, the expenses in your home. And I, I've just got a couple of those numbers here, and then okay. and then that'll be we can cover today. So if you've got a hot tub, uh, if you put between eight and ten panels on your roof, you're you're never going to have to pay for for to heat that hot tub again because <laughs> the sunlight is free. If the sunlight hits the the top of your house. And it comes inside, and it's changed to electricity. And so once you get eight to ten panels on your roof for a gas furnace uh, instead of an electric one. So when your, um, you know, your, your your gas furnace comes time to, uh, you know, to be replaced, rather than getting another gas furnace, get an electric one along with solar at the same time. And you need uh, anywhere from uh, nine to thirteen panels uh, to to delete your your uh, furnace bill. And then, of course, my favorite one is the electric car, because uh, I have a Tesla, which I think is very fun to drive, <laughs> and I uh, I don't ever have to stop at the gas station or get my oil changed, right. and I, I happen to love that about my car. And uh, anyway, and that's between five and ten panels, depending on how far you drive every every day, Got your it. average uh, distance that you drive. Well, so these are just... Uh, really quick, uh, Alan, I don't know if I've ever asked you this, what the... How many panels does the average house take? Well, the 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 average house, and, and you know that's really misleading because you know you've got some houses. Uh, it's all dependent on the power bill, of course. Right. But you've got some people, you know, that just have one person that lives in the house, and maybe he or she is in, uh, you know, out of town for, you know, basically the, uh, you know, eight months out of the year. So they're they're going to literally have three or four panels in their house. And then you've got uh, the people who have two electric vehicles. They have eight kids and 15 grandkids living at the house. Right. Uh, four, they have four hot tubs. Good point. And of course, their, their, their uh, gas furnace has been changed over to an electric furnace. So they're going to need, you know, about, about 100 panels on their roof. Gotcha. So, okay. So in other words, yeah. this is where you coming out having an analysis and really looking at things and then giving people what that looks like at the end of the day and how it all works is the best way to do this. Yeah, exactly, John. Okay. And, and, you know, again, I just thank you. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you for having me on the You're show. You're very today. welcome. Yeah. No, appreciate you, Alan, very much. Merry Christmas to you and your wife as well. Happy New Year, and thanks again for all you do for us, Alan. Oh, you're welcome, John. Bless you. You bet, man. Take care. Again, Alan Davis, if you want to get a hold of him and go through that process we just mentioned a moment ago 303-378-7537 again level engineering alan davis 303-378-7537 
Ron Davis with Level Engineering knows that the power company is not your friend, that they don't have your best interests at heart. Aside from getting your power back on during an outage, they do three ugly things. First, they install a smart meter on your home to charge you surge fees up to 300% during peak times. Next, they use some of your money to lobby public utility commissions to increase your bill. The power company tries to squeeze money out of you everywhere they can, but Alan Davis has the answer for you. Solar power will allow you to produce your own energy and get the power company out of your wallet. Call Alan Davis of Level Engineering to rid you and your family of the greedy power company and take a major step towards energy independence. You just need to reach out to Alan by going to klzradio.com slash solar for a free, no-obligation consultation. Hi-Fi Plumbing. Again, I've seen their handiwork this week. They do a great job. They want to help you. And as we go through the holiday season, keep this number handy, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. When temperatures plummet, the risk of water pipes freezing skyrockets. And Hi-Fi Plumbing can help you prevent it. If you've noticed water dripping anywhere around your house, especially on the exterior walls, it's imperative that you have it checked now. Once the temps drop below 30 degrees, you're risking damaged pipes, making a small fix something way bigger. This is especially true for pipes on exterior walls, in crawl spaces, at spigots, and even where most people forget. Down floor drains. High Five has several ways to prevent and fix freezing pipes permanently. From insulating your pipes better to moving them off exterior walls or adding heated tape to prevent freezing. The Colorado Code certified techs at High Five know what to look for to keep your water flowing. KLZ listeners receive a waived service fee. Just tell High Five that John Rush sent you when you contact them at klzradio.com slash plumbing. Okay, in our home transitions, don't forget about the re-up program. If that's a, a, a product that would fit you, uh, given that you maybe have a home that is long in the tooth, I say, you haven't had it remodeled for a long time, or you've inherited a house that way, the re-up program can help you get more dollars at closing. Find them at klzradio.com. When you have an inherited home, you need a real estate advocate on your side to know where to start. Kat and Robin of K&R Home Transitions are here to walk you through the steps with complete transparency. They also know exactly what will make a house sell, and they work exceptionally hard until your inherited home is sold for the highest price possible and as quickly as possible. Inherited homes often need a lot of work, as we have mentioned many times, and Kat and Robin know how to get everything done with their network of contractors and partners. They also know when you should spend money on a fix and when to wait because the repair or remodel is not worth the benefits. Kat and Robin are your true real estate advocates and they protect you from the mistakes and bad decisions that are bound to happen without their experience and advice. You must contact Catherine and Robin to get your inherited home sold. Just go to klzradio.com slash home or call 720-437-8210. Suck it up, buttercup. Back to Rush to Reason. And welcome back to Rush Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. John Rush together with Andy Payne and John! Are you ready for a movie? Yeah, we're heading into a, you know, that time of the year where, yes. Yeah. Definitely. Got a little more fun coming our way, a little more you know interest. What? We, we 
real fast. Yeah. I said this during the last hour with on Ready Radio. And we talk about a lot of things every week that sometimes can get a little down, depressing, and so on. I look forward to Fridays because it's not that. Right. Look forward to the holidays because it's not that. Right. So, yes, I like these next couple of weeks because of all of those reasons. Well, you know, the interesting thing about the holidays, John, for guys like me and you, is that we also get to take a holiday from politics. Thank you, we Andy. Get to take, and it doesn't mean we never mention politics. No. I get it. It's part of our life. But but we get to take a holiday yes. from the real intense yes. things that are tearing yes. apart our Thank nation. Thank you. Yes, we do. And I kind of like that. Yeah, agreed. So, right. um, Moving right with, along. With that, in, with that in mind, do you want to talk about a depressing movie? Uh, well, do we have to? Yes, we do. We don't have any choice. Okay. And it's not entirely depressing, by the way. But, uh, John, do you have the patience of Job? Uh, no. No, everybody that knows me will tell you that. I, don't, I do not have that. Okay, well, maybe we could all learn from the patience of Job in The Shift. Kevin. Kevin, Molly, hi. I didn't come over here, honestly, expecting a date, but, you know, I feel like that's where this is going. So the idea is what we have some fun and maybe we kiss. Hopefully. Fifth day, we are really a part of each other's lives. It's a real thing now. Now there's the bad thing that happens. Wait, hold on, hold on. What bad thing? Hey, you're okay. Nice to finally meet you, Kevin. I'm the benefactor. Where's the accident? What happened? There was no accident here. Where did everybody go? They didn't go anywhere. You did. There are countless other realities. Imagine everything you have ever wanted. A thousand versions of you in a thousand different worlds all working for me. Where's my wife? I shifted her. I can't do this all by myself. I think the truth is that you're a liar. Your goal is misery. I prefer the term chaos. Sounds like a bad guy, doesn't he? Yeah. Yes, well, he is. Okay. Christopher Paloha stars as Kevin, a financial advisor who wants to drown his sorrows when he meets beautiful Molly at a bar. Nice, right? You meet this beautiful woman at mm-hmm. a bar. And then they get married and have a kid. Even nicer. So it's going great, right? But alas, all that is derailed over the next few years when a tragedy comes along and Kevin comes face to face with the devil or benefactor in okay. this film. They're in a restaurant and Who ev- I love this actor, by the way. Yeah, I'm going to get to that. Okay. He's the key. Uh, they're in a restaurant. Everybody around them looks terrified as he talks to the benefactor, who is played by Neil McDonough. Neil McDonough, we know he looks almost albino like. And if once you see him, you know you'll, you'll know, know that him. you've seen him in a lot of movies. Right. And the interesting thing about Neil McDonough is he has this very blonde hair and these steely blue eyes. Right? I mean, can anybody have a gaze, a penetrating gaze, more than this and guy? He, and he normally plays bad guys. Yes, not he does. always, but normally he does. And he does it well. And in real life, he's a very good guy. He is actually a great guy. Yeah. So it's really yeah. cool. Well, anyway, the benefactor Neil McDonough, he touches a keypad on his watch, and suddenly the waitress disappears. Poof! No, she's not on a break, John. Uh, she has been shifted to another reality. 
let me get into this for just a moment. And we've all seen these multiverse kind of movies. Basically, anytime you make a different choice and you have many each day, right? You could go left, you could go right, you could do this, you could do that, you could choose this, you could choose that. Every time you make a choice, you send your life in a new direction into a new reality. And so while Kevin is talking to the benefactor, the fact is there are millions of Kevins, countless Kevins, right? Okay. And I don't know if it's through every little itty-bitty decision, but certainly any decision that matters sends his life off in a different direction. And so there are, there are at least thousands of Kevins. Okay. Does that make sense? Yep. All right. Well, she's been shifted away. So she's been sent to a totally different reality. And this is, of course, very scary. Kevin freaks out. But then the devil, the benefactor, offers Kevin a job as a new shifter. But Kevin declines. Hmm. And also at that moment, Kevin turns to God. He starts to pray. It's a very funny little scene, actually, because the guy is just like, what, you're praying? Well, this is new. <laughs> so I kind of like that. I, I just I really enjoy it. Well, five years pass and Kevin is living in a dystopian world, not his world, where everything looks like I'm just going to say it, modern San Francisco, oh, gotcha. right, where everything okay. is just torn apart. And in this world, the benefactor is actually admired there. Mm. Talk of God is forbidden. Mm. Once again, San Francisco. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, basically. Yeah. Uh, homeless and hopeless. Kevin scribbles scriptures that he remembers as well as he remembers them, and he hands them out on pieces of paper and gives them to his friend, Gabriel. Now, this is illegal, of course. You're not supposed to be handing out scriptures or doing any of this. And he's not a Bible-thumping guy, but he remembers it as much as he can. And now that he knows who put him there, he's very much a believer So this in is God. like a modern college campus as well. Yes, it's totally okay, a modern just, just, just making sure. Yes, this okay. is Berkeley. Got it. Okay, okay. just checking. This is Yale. This is Harvard. <laughs> That's where he's gone, and he has to, you know— scribble scriptures as well as he can remember them and circulate them around. Honestly, John, for, take a step back here. What has it got to be like to be a Christian at Harvard now? Miserable. You have no free speech. You have to be misery. I mean, Harvard was, sorry to get off t topic, folks, but we'll get right back to the shift. Harvard was listed as the worst campus in the entire country for free speech. That's coming in under Berkeley. How do you do that? I know. I mean... What do you do? Uh, I mean, shoot people the moment they say something that you disagree with? I mean, how can you come in under Berkeley for free speech? That's not possible. It has to be that bad. Wow. Just wow. Anyway, okay. Well, he gives these pieces of paper to his friend Gabriel. Gabriel's played by Sean, Anse, Sean Astin. Rudy. Rudy. Gotcha. You know Sean is. Oh, yeah. I like him. Well, the benefactor recruits Kevins in every universe, but this is the one universe where the Kevin said no. And actually, that's why he, the benefactor has stuck him, moved him into this other universe where the benefactor is totally in charge. Hmm. He stuffed him there and made his life absolutely miserable, homeless, hopeless, and everything. Why? Because he said no. Hmm. Interesting, huh? Well, Kevin also goes to a special movie theater in this world where you can watch other realities. You can watch the other, you know, had you chosen this and that and the other. I see. Right. And it's random, but you get to see them one by one by one by one by one. And he's looking for Molly anywhere he can find her. Well, all the while, Kevin is hiding from the benefactor, who has also, by the way, disappeared from this world, but he's coming back. Mm. Well, can Kevin reunite with Molly? And should he? 
As all our choices form infinite possible universes, what can Kevin learn about his choices? And that's the story of The Shift. Interesting. It is very interesting, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it is interesting. Okay, what works in The Shift? Well, first, let's, let's be honest. You know what works in The Shift. Say it. Him. Neil McDonough. Yeah. The devil. He's awesome. He is. Great actor. Neil McDonough as the benefactor, he appears to be born for this role. I'm not He's kidding. Born for all these roles. Yes, but this he one is. especially. He is perfect okay. as the devil. I mean, just perfect. I, I don't know how. I don't know how else to say. You know, in the next hour, we're going to talk about our favorite James Bonds and how some people were just born to play James Bond, right? Pierce Brosnan. Right. Throw him out there. Right. This guy was born to play the devil. He really was. Uh, the storyline is funny. Fast. And the funniest thing is, he's not. No. That's the that's the funniest thing. Yeah, and that's that is the funny the thing. Polar opposites. By the way, can I be boring with Pierce Brosnan for sure. a moment? Pierce Brosnan in real life is a very boring guy with a wonderful marriage that has gone on forever, and he is the absolute opposite of his Hollywood persona. A yep. lot of times, these guys are. They play the opposite. Yeah, Mark yep. Wahlberg. He's this wonderful guy, and and he'll play these tough guys in the right. movies, and so you get it. Yeah. Okay. Well. Anyway, uh, the storyline, getting back to the shift, it's fascinating with choices bringing consequences in different worlds. There are some nice plot twists and betrayal along with touching moments. And uh, Christopher Poloha, he does, he does well in the Job role of Kevin. He's desperate, depressed, driven. He does it perfectly well. I can't really imagine what else you would do with the role, but it's not nearly as fun a role as the benefactor, let's be honest. You want to play the villain. Right. Sometimes you just want to play the villain. The Christian message in this movie, because it is done by Angel Studios, it's not a hard sell like some of their others. And I thought that was very interesting. It's, hmm. more, it's more just part of the film. I like that. What doesn't work in the shift? Well, the pace is too slow at times. And the multiverse stuff, let's face it, it gets, gets tedious. Maybe I've seen too many Marvel movies lately. Could be. I mean, are you burned out on multiverses? I am. It gets a little distracting at times. Yeah. It, it's like... Where am I right now? Yeah. Can't you just write a movie? But I get it. In this case, it, it totally fits. It fits. Yeah. Okay. It, it's gotcha. necessary. Uh, next. While we care about Kevin, I didn't feel much emotional investment overall. I was just watching a sad story play out. Hmm. Next. The energy jumps dramatically when the benefactor, McDonough, is on screen and it drags without him. Hmm. And he's not on screen enough. He's on screen, uh, you know, a, a number of times, but oh man, when he's not on screen, I was getting bored. It's a slog, huh? A bit, a bit. I mean, yeah. there there are some good moments, but oh man, when he's not on screen, it is a drop off a cliff. And next, overall, this is a fairly depressing movie that wasn't bad, but I'm not going to watch it again, John. I'm not going to watch it again. Yeah, there's those movies, right? And. You know, which is wanna, okay. Let me compare it to another one that came out last year called Nefarious, and that was a Christian movie about a demon. That is, you know, demon possession and so forth. And, and Nefarious was good. Nefarious was a better movie than this. I will watch Nefarious again. Okay. I enjoyed it, and it also was a much stronger Christian message. It beat you over the head. I I told people when I reviewed Nefarious. Don't bring non-Christian friends to this that isn't for them. Right. It's for me. Okay? This movie you could bring anybody to. Okay. All right. Now, Rotten Tomatoes, of course, gave it 40%. They didn't like it. The audience score gave it over 80%. It was around, I don't know, 85 or something like that percent, which is four stars. 
Okay, I'm going to go right in the middle. I'm going to split the difference at three stars. I think this is a pretty good movie. Okay. But it's not on the level of a nefarious. It's not one I want to watch again, but it's not one to where I felt I wasted my time at the theater. I don't feel cheated for the ticket price. It's a pretty good movie. Okay. And I got to watch Neil McDonough. Political, three stars. It really didn't talk politics. Moral, religious, obviously, four stars. Yep. You could Solid take it all. There. You could take it all the way to five, but honestly, it didn't preach heavily, and so it it, it didn't want to be a five star moral religious movie. It wasn't that wasn't the mission. No, that wasn't the saying. mission. Okay. And I like that. That's totally fine. So, do I recommend that people see the Christian movie, The Shift? Yes, I do, but don't expect it to be great. Okay, there you go. I I appreciate that. Thank you, Andy. Veteran Windows and Doors is next. Forty percent off Windows and Doors with. Free labor this month. Give Dave a call today. Find him at klzradio.com. Veteran Windows and Doors won't pressure you to sign on the dotted line today to get, quote, the best prices. Owner Dave Bancroft wants you to take your time in making the right choice for your home and believes educating you, the customer, is the number one priority. Other companies just want to pressure you into a sale right now. Dave has seen homeowners with buyer's remorse after working with other high-pressure salesmen. Dave knows all the pitches and sales gimmicks out there. Dave respects you as a homeowner, so he will never pressure you. Veteran Windows and Doors is so confident in their top quality windows and expert installation process, they want you to get three competing bids. Veteran is not afraid to be compared to other companies because they want to do right by you. Don't get pressured into buying windows before you are ready. Work with Veteran Windows and Doors by going to klzradio.com slash window today. Affordable Interest Mortgage. We talked to Kurt last night for an hour because he comes on once a month with us and had a great time. If there's any questions you've got, including what we talked about yesterday, give him a call, 720-895-0500. Got too much debt but a low rate on your mortgage? Worried that rates aren't going to go down fast enough? Need relief now? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Before your property tax and homeowner insurance goes up, we can help you lower your monthly payments, pay off your debt, and lower the amount of interest you pay. We have been changing lives in Colorado for over 20 years. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, and let our experience continue to save you money. Want to downsize but can't qualify with a current mortgage and a new one? Been told you have to sell your house for the down payment? That debt ratio is too high? We can help. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Use your equity for the down payment and debts, qualify only on the new mortgage payment, and have no more contingency offers. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. Our experience can save you money. 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. NMLS 298191, regulated by DORA, equal credit lender. Group insurance analysts, they don't just do auto and home. They do health and even special event insurance, you name it, they'll do it all for you. Give them a call today, e-gia.com. Finding insurance can be confusing and picking the wrong plan can cost you thousands of dollars out of your pocket. You need an independent insurance broker to help you find the best coverage that fits your needs and at the very best premium. Call Paul Lenigro at GIA Insurance and his team of independent insurance specialists will help you find the right plan for your needs. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance does not work for any insurance company. They can shop the market and find you the best premium for the coverage that you need. GIA never charges fees, and your premiums will never be any higher than going directly to the insurance companies or buying online. Receive the local hands-on service you don't get with a call center or online. 
whether it is your home, auto, Medicare, life, ACA, health, or business insurance, GIA has got you covered. They've been doing this as independent brokers since 1984. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com. Genesis Home, or Genesis 1-3 Electric, I should say, for your home. And they do even a little bit of light commercial work as well. But if you need anything done when it comes to electricity around your home, a panel, a plug, a smart switch, you name it, give them a call today. Find them at klzradio.com. Dimmer switches from Genesis 1-3 Electric save you money on your energy bill, and they're also really convenient. Imagine stumbling into your bathroom in the middle of the night. You flip the light switch and... Bam! The sudden light hits you like a Tyson right cross to the chin and you know you'll never get back to sleep. Now imagine you walk in and turn your dimmer knob and the light gently comes up to a level that you can handle. You'll get back to sleep in no time. Dimmer switches are not just for your bathroom, they're a benefit everywhere in your home. In fact, even at full power, they use about 20% less energy. Bulbs will last longer and you get to retain your sanity for those late night bathroom trips. If you're tired of the light keeping you up and paying a premium for electricity, contact the team at Genesis 13 Electric today at klzradio.com slash light to receive special KLZ listener pricing on a dimmer switch. Now back to Rush to Reason, presented by High Five Plumbing where every call ends with a high five. And welcome back to Rush Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. John Rush together with Andy Payne and John. Are you ready for another movie? This is not one of my favorites, by the way. Oh, come on. I never liked the original ones. No, you didn't. No. Okay, this one's different, so here we go. I can't wait then. John, where did Willy Wonka come from? Well, we find out in Wonka. I've spent the past seven years traveling the world perfecting my craft. You see, I'm something of a magician, inventor, and chocolate maker. So quiet up and listen down. Nope, scratch that, reverse it. Mr. Wonka, I can say you're a man of great ingenuity. What are you doing? I'm making chocolate, of course. How do you like it? Dark, white, nutty, absolutely insane. Many people have come here to sell chocolate. They've all been crushed by the chocolate cartel. You can't get a shop without selling chocolate, and you can't sell chocolate without a shop. No daydreaming. What are we gonna do, Willie? Huh. Huh? Huh. A double huh. Do you have a pencil and paper? Uh-huh. I got an idea. I know things haven't been easy for you. They're gonna get better. You promise? Pinky promise. That's the most solemn vow there is. Where do we start? A good chocolate chip, Mr. Bull. Where's this? It's just weird. What's happening? Oh, that's a chocolate that makes it fly. Well, let's find out, shall we? Who's for a hover job? <laughs> Nothing to see here. Just a small group of people defying the laws of gravity. Ladies and gentlemen of the gallery gourmet, my name is Willy Wonka. He's good. Too good. Pretty sure I've gained about 150 pounds in the last two weeks. You could change her life, Mr. Walker. Change all their lives. Run away! Every good thing in this world started with a dream. So you hold on to yours. Here we go, Mama. 
There you go. Here we go, Mama. There we go. Well, in the first Willy Wonka, Gene Wilder was a reclusive genius who punished the naughty. Now, you you don't like that movie because it's creepy and scary, It's right? weird. I'll be honest. I like it because Gene Wilder, in my opinion, put in the performance of his life. He was magnificent. And I mean, what an act to follow. Well, here we go. How did... Willy Wonka, get that way, though, the reclusive genius who punished the naughty. How did he become that way? What battles did he fight to become the king of chocolate? And what losses and triumphs created this mysterious man? Well, in Wonka, Timothée Chalamet stars as the legend, and he's, well, he's a young man arriving in the big city, ready to weave magic and sell chocolate. But, John, there's a ladder to climb. At first, he's conned into a miserable laundry service run by Mrs. Scrubbit. Of course. Mrs. Scrubbit. <laughs> yes, a lot of plays on, nonstop plays on words in this movie. Well, here Willie meets many good people, including young Noodle. She is played by Kayla Lane. Well, Willie is quite the magician and chocolatier, but he must first escape Mrs. Scrubbit and then compete with the chocolate cartel. This is three men. And they run three chocolate companies and they collude together. There's collusion, John. Collusion. Chocolate collusion. Gotcha. And one of them, of course, is Slugworth, who is uh, from the first movie. Well, these terrible men run the city since chocolate is everything. They buy off cops and anyone else to keep their power. Somehow, Wonka must sell his chocolate anyway. Well, naturally, John, this requires the help of his friends. So we see Noodle and the others aid Willie in his rise to chocolate heights. But how can you break through when a monopoly is in charge? A little bit of uh, economics at play here. I kind of mm-hmm. like that. What obstacles can the deep chocolate state put in your way? And does the future belong to those who scheme or those who dream? That's the story of Wonka. That's it. What do you think? Not bad. Yeah. That sounds, I know, you're, you're just... Previews aren't too bad. The first one, and you never even saw the second one, which was really creepy with no. Johnny Depp. Yeah, this one is very different. Here we go. What works in Wonka? Well, this film is about three things, John. Imagination, okay. beating the powerful, and friendship. Okay. That's what it's about. And also the love of a mother, but that's, that's a given. And this is very much from the Wonka story. He's an orphan. He had lost his mom. Okay. Well, Chalamet is spectacular i'm just gonna say it spectacular one more time spectacular he is the equal of gene wilder i didn't think that could be done Hmm. he's a combination of the music man and wilder's wonka not nearly as dark and creepy as johnny depp's portrayal and this is the neat thing about this he is not jaded at this point in his life the wonka that you saw who wanted to punish the naughty kids right Mm -hmm. And have them go down shoots and bad things happen to them. Well, they had it coming. They were rotten kids. And he was showing people, he was really showing a whole generation how to be good kids. How to treat each other well. And he was very jaded and upset. Well, this is before he gets that way. This is just an upbeat salesman. Okay. That, that was very, I, I didn't know that they would just jump right into that. It was really neat. When he would sing while selling chocolate, it captured all the joy of Wonka. It really did. Once again, just this music man portrayal. It was really neat. It's also touching to see how he and Noodle are affected by the losses of their mothers. So you have that very touching thing that binds the two of them. Another thing that I love about this is it just shows the greatness of chocolate. 
And they celebrate the greatness of chocolate and candy Hmm. in this movie. And this is the time of year when we're supposed to be doing that. I don't want a bunch of depressing, creepy movies that creep kids out. I want something that celebrates chocolate because, John, as you know, I love chocolate. Yeah. I worship chocolate. I adore chocolate. And this was great to see. Well, when Willie sings Pure Imagination at the end, I won't give this away, but it's an extremely touching moment. Hmm. Okay. Very well done. And finally, Hugh Grant. He plays the Oompa Loompa, okay. and he is a scene stealer, a total right. scene stealer as the Oompa Loompa. He nails it. He's wonderful. And you come out of this, you can't get enough of Timothée Chalamet, and you can't get enough of Hugh Grant. All right? Now, what doesn't work in Wonka? Well, some of the music is memorable, some is not, but there was too much of it. You wouldn't like that, obviously. No, nope. you, would, you wouldn't like the fa- you hate musicals, so you wouldn't like the fact that there is too much music in this. I'll be honest. Um, I do not hate musicals, and I did like some of the music in this, but they could have done with at least one, maybe two songs taken out. That's what I would have done. Okay. Uh, there are needless stabs at the rich and the church over and over. They really depict chocolate factory. Yes, I know. And I mean, there's a funny moment where this bad guy who is a priest, and he's a priest, but he's corrupted, actually faces the fact that he's corrupted. And he says, I've given, I gave up, sold my soul for 30 pieces of chocolate. That was rather funny. Actually, I enjoyed that. And you got a bunch of chocolate addicted priests. It's really cool. I like that. But what they are is basically greedy because chocolate in this world is basically commerce. It's basically like money. Got it. Everybody it's the Federal wants Reserve. It. Yes. And they they take stabs over and over at the rich. Yeah. And I don't like that. It, it, you didn't need that. You could have just totally left that out and just had bad people be bad, good people be good, and just talk about character and leave the social commentary out of it. And quite honestly, you would have had a cleaner, quicker movie. It would have been better. Next, yeah. the last third of this movie does slow down. They have this operation, kind of Mission Impossible-ish, uh, to stop the bad guys. It's drawn out. It's not needed. They could have, you know, gotten to the point and done it quicker. Also, the first third, while it starts well, the very opening of the movie, very nice, well done, is a little slow after the opening, as Wonka must deal with getting scammed and going through this kind of misery that he's going through where he's stuck in life. And I'm thinking, eh, he could have moved through that a little quicker. Okay. Just saying. Finally. As I said, needed less music, but you needed more of Hugh Grant as the Oompa Loompa. They didn't have him in there enough. Now, the scenes where he did, especially when he is interacting with Willie, are just magic. They're so good. They are so good. Hollywood magic. What they should have done, they should have cut out one to two songs. They should have cut out some of the other stuff that was dreary in the movie. And I understand they're setting the, the case for it's dreary and we're going to leap out of this. But they could have done less of that, more of the Oompa Loompa. They would have had a five star in this movie. All right. Rotten Tomatoes gave this 83%, basically four stars. It's pretty high. I agree. This is a four star movie. This is the best movie so far of the holiday season easily, in my opinion. Okay. Okay, I think it's going to do very well, or it should do very well. Political, I'm going to give it a two. Moral religious, I'm giving it a two. I'm grading it down on both because of a little commentary. Just the way they did both things was unneeded. It was shoved in. They could have done without it. I believe. Keep that out. Yeah, I believe that they were wanting to basically do a little programming with the kiddies. 
on this. You of can't trust you can't trust the church, you can't trust the rich. Hey guys, leave it out. You would have had a better movie. Just leave it out. But it's not like they beat you over the head with it every moment of the movie. This is a good movie with a spectacular performance from Timothée Chalamet. There you go. Do I recommend people see Wonka in theaters? Absolutely. Have fun. Unless you're me. Unless you're John Rush because you don't believe in fun. Uh, for <laughs> I don't all like those, the music part. No, 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 no. For, no, you don't believe in fun. Uh, for all those who believe in fun. Go see it. Go see it. Okay. Yes, you believe in fun. I know you do. There you go. I just don't like musicals. No. Well, I'll be honest. I'm, it's not like I love musicals. Some, Some are, are very good. Others, yeah. 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 Like The Greatest Showman, too much music. Really good music. Great music. Just too much. Got it. So yeah. Okay. Gino's Auto Service is up next, and they want to take care of you, your vehicle, anything you need as we head to this Christmas uh, holiday season. There's not a lot of days left because it gets really tight this time of the year, but give them a call if there's anything you need. Gino'sAutoService.com. Gino's with a J. Take advantage of Geno's Auto Services special and save $45 on a coolant flush. Even as the weather is getting colder, your engine runs hot. When coolant degrades, it becomes acidic and can corrode your radiator, thermostat, and water pump, sending debris into your engine. These debris, if left unchecked, can lead to major headaches and repairs. Reduce the chance of overheating, even in cold weather, and keep corrosion at bay with a coolant flush special from Geno's. We offer loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. Geno's is AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. Reduce the chance of overheating and save $45 on a coolant flush. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. Geno's is celebrating our 40th holiday season. Thank you to all our clients and longtime customers for the patronage and support. We truly appreciate it. Wishing everyone happy holidays. Cub Creek Heating and Air Conditioning. Make sure you're dialed in. They're a Ream Pro Partner installer, and they're not there to upsell you. Just fix what you have. KLZRadio.com is how you find them. The reason Cub Creek Heating and AC is a Ream Pro Partner is because Cub Creek's installation process and customer service are exceptional. For example, Cub Creek takes an extra step other companies don't take, and that is ensuring your warranty registration on your furnace is completed as part of their installation process. This takes the hassle out of you worrying about any of it. They also inspect your entire system and properly seal all ductwork, preventing any leaks. If needed, Cub Creek will take the time to modify your filter access on your furnace so it's easier for you to use. Cub Creek also does things like helping you understand rebates and incentives for high-efficiency equipment so you don't miss out on any chance to save. They notify you when you are due for service or if there are recalls. The pro team at Cub Creek goes well above and beyond other HVAC companies, so reach out to Doug and Hunter by going to klzradio.com slash HVAC today to schedule your service. Dr. Scott Faulkner, if you're looking for a great medical provider that thinks just like we do, he's the guy to call. 303-663-66 or 6990, I should say. So 303-663-6990 or find him on RushToReason.com. Are you looking for a healthcare provider who truly cares about you and your well-being? Look no further than Castle Rock Cryo, IV and Integrative Healthcare, where Dr. Scott Faulkner is ready to provide you with top-notch care. Colorado raised since 1968, Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. 
At Castle Rock Cryo, IV, and Integrative Healthcare, you'll experience a competent, friendly, and efficient staff that puts your comfort and care first. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he only uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. Tired of waiting weeks for an appointment? Unlike other practices, Dr. Scott has the remarkable ability to see you in a matter of days. Don't wait any longer. Call Castle Rock Cryo IV and Integrative Healthcare at 303-663-6990 to schedule your appointment with Dr. Scott Faulkner today. Now back to Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, question of the day. Let's get this in really quick because uh, we've got a couple of things that we want to throw in here. Yesterday's question of the day, what, it's, what is called or what is it called when traffic comes to a halt because of nothing, which I always wonder to myself, you know, you're driving along, all of a sudden traffic stops, and you're like, there's nothing here. It's a phantom jam. A phantom jam. Usually it's some knucklehead that puts on his brakes or yeah, her brakes for no apparent reason, and it just jams everything up. I was going to say it's a stupid person That's ex- it's, yeah, is what it really it's, is. It's a, it's a stupid person jam. Yes. Anyways. Okay, idiot jam. Idiot jam. There we go. Today's impossible question of the day. Answer on the RushToReason.com website. How many feet of film was shot for the movie Mrs. Doubtfire? How many feet of film? How many feet... Charlie says four to five million. I will not tell you whether that's well, I'll just tell you that's high. Answer on the RushToReason.com website. That's a high number, but I would not hazard a guess. I'm sorry. I got nothing. It I would have never guessed this, but anyways. A lot of ad living, Charlie said in Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, that was Robin Williams. He was ad living a lot. Oh yeah. Well so, I'm sure he was. Anyways, how did last how did last week's movies go? Yeah, you know, last week we did the two Asian films, and I'm sure a lot of people were thinking, well, why are we doing these? You know, one of them isn't even in English. Right. And these are kind of well subtitled all that. Yeah, just so you know, these two films placed first and third out of all movies last weekend. And the one between them was The Hunger Games. Hmm. Uh, prequel, which, of course, we had already reviewed. So they really did well. And one of them, Godzilla Minus One, came in third, and that was in its second week. Oh. And The Boy and the Heron yeah. took number one. So there you are. So they actually did very well. They did better than most would have thought. Right. Wonka's going to blow everything oh, away. Any other week. big movies coming next week, or are the two you just did kind of it? Oh, uh, yeah. Next week, of course, we've got Aquaman. Oh. And we've got, let's see, um, what is it when birds fly south for the winter? What do we call Migration. it? Migration. Migration. Right. So the other the other one's called Migration. Migration and Aquaman, the sequel. And Migration's a cartoon, right? Yes. I've seen preview. It actually looks pretty funny. It looks I've pretty funny. I, I'm hopeful that maybe it'll be pretty good. Okay. All right. So that will be next week. Now, this next hour, of course, we'll do an NFL picks. We're also doing movie rental hour. We're going to do James Bond, favorite movie, favorite car, favorite weapon, favorite lady, favorite whatever. Right, Andy? Yeah. Any limitations there? No. Uh, All things Bond is what – and the reason I want to do this is obviously we had a caller mention, hey, can you do Bond songs, best Bond songs, theme songs? And I'll have a number of those clips on those, but – and I was thinking, you know what, that's that's a little narrow. Why don't we do all things Bond? Because you got people, a lot of people have their favorite Bond movies. A lot of people have their favorite, who was the best Bond? I'm just going to say right out, Sean Connery. Sorry, that's my personal opinion. 
but I like good. but I like several of them. I, I I really like a lot of the. Bonds. I like Roger Moore too. Yeah, well, he was the funniest. So he was. I mean, I mean, there was one bad one. Timothy Dalton. It only made it for what a year or two. Everybody picks on Timothy Dalton. Well, he was he was boring, and he was a good actor too. That's why I didn't really understand that. He was boring. You know, well, let's talk about it for a second. Go I ahead. think I think I think the best Bond, in my opinion, for he was built to be Bond was Pierce Brosnan. Uh, I can't argue that. that yeah, yeah, that's that doesn't good mean too. he was my favorite Bond. My favorite was Sean Connery. Daniel Craig is a guy who did a great job. I thought as Bond, but he was the most non-Bond Bond. I mean, he was the most. He didn't walk like Bond. He didn't no. look like Bond. He wasn't. No. He wasn't Bond at all. But he just did really good movies and did a great job because he's Daniel Craig and he's a hell of an actor. That that's my opinion. It's almost like he's just a really great actor and therefore he makes it work. But he isn't James Bond as much as these other guys are James Bond. But do I like him? Oh yeah, love him. Very athletic. You know, kind of kind of like. The he's born, shorter. He's blonde. Well, it's like the Bourne legacy where Matt Damon was replaced with Jeremy Renner. Right. Right. And I love Jeremy Renner. Now, they're both good. Right. But it just wasn't but quite he's not the same, Bourne. right? Bourne. Yeah. Right. A short, blonde James Bond is just a little, who walks kind of hunched over much of the time. It's just kind of different. Yeah, I can't, I can't argue. It, it, he did a great job. Not oh, complaining. yeah. Great movies, by the way. I've, I give a great I've got job. A, I've got a few things I picked from some of those of his me to too. throw into today but you know yeah and we're also obviously got to talk about bond babes okay. right no uh cars best bond cars how about the best bond villains so you can hit all kinds of things and yeah, and uh, i didn't do all those categories for all of you that are listening you can throw as many things in as you want because i did like three or four categories yeah have fun it. with it and and the, another reason i really wanted to hit the whole world of bond is we're not going to have a chance to do this for a few years. They haven't even chosen a new Bond yet. What's the hold up there? I don't know. I don't. I think, honestly, a lot of politics is entering into it because a lot of people want a black Bond. Okay? It doesn't um, really fit the whole genre of what's gone on there. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that way, not because it offends me in any way. I couldn't care less. But because it, to me, is demeaning to people of color. And what I mean is this. Make your own character for that, okay? Have a black secret agent who is who starts his own line of movies because why do you have to pencil him in with James as James Bond? I agree. When you can do a whole new line of movies with a great black, there are a number of young black actors who I think are just wonderful, by the way. And why not give one of them that kind of a character and let him make his own? Right. Let them let them carve their own new path. Why do you got to set them in the path that was carved well, elsewhere? I'm, it's maybe a, to maybe me, that's a, kind of silly, maybe a white extreme. But it'd be like putting a white guy or a Latino guy in his Black Panther. Right. It just doesn't fit. It's dumb. Am I right? Yes. It just doesn't fit. I don't want Nick Fury to be a white guy. By the way, the first Nick Fury in the cartoons was a white guy. I like the black one better. I like the one we have now. Yes, I agree. Don't change him. You know, uh, exactly. It's just, it's, I don't want to do that. And by the way, there's a gazillion (laughs) examples where you could run through that and say exactly the same thing, where there's been really great, you know, movie stars, black uh, you know, uh, non-white, maybe is what I should say, movies. We went through that last week with Asian movies. I mean, there's a lot of those that way. I mean, I wouldn't replace them with anyone else. John, do you want a white transvestite doing the next portrayal of Muhammad Ali? No. 
It's stupid. No. Okay, it's just dumb. Now, I understand Muhammad Ali, real character, James Bond, is not. I get that, but, you know, guys, quit remaking the wheel because you're insulting the wheel as it was. Just go with what you have and get another great young actor and have him do it. And, by the way, I think it's about time that we have a black secret agent have their own line of movies. I think it'd be a lot of fun to watch, personally. There's been some movies. I'm all for it. There's been some movies that have been let out kind of similar to what you're talking about, and they're awesome. Yeah. They're great. They work fabulous. Keep running with those. Well, and by the way, Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible, that's a whole different line of American spy movies. Right. Did it have to you know, replace James Bond? No, it's side by side. It's, it's its own thing. So anyway, I think a yeah, lot I of that, that. Yeah, but I think a lot of that is holding up the decision because they're saying, well, people are going hmm. to get angry if we do another white heterosexual oh, man for the character. And I'm just like, guys, get over yourself. And most don't care, by the way. That's who the character yeah. is. Most don't care. No, have yeah. fun. That's right. Golden Eagle Financial. Uh, financially speaking, call Al. Make sure that you're dialed in. And, yeah, it's a whole lot more fun, to Andy's point a moment ago, when you've got the money necessary to retire and you're not stressed and worried about it. That's where Al Smith comes into play. Find him today at klzradio.com. Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial knows how vital it is to plan today so you can maximize what you have tomorrow. The years pass faster as we age. And if you're in your 50s and you're still letting your employer manage your plan, you need to schedule a no-obligation meeting with Al to make sure you're on track. Al will take your goals, wants, and needs and create a comprehensive plan you can depend on. Make it your New Year's resolution to take control of your retirement, to maximize your opportunities in retirement. This is the right time for a fresh look at your retirement plan with Al Smith and his 30 years of financial experience. If you're over 50 and don't have a retirement advisor, or if you need a new perspective, contact Al today by going to klzradio.com money, schedule your free no-obligation consultation, and see what Al and Golden Eagle can do for you. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Live and local, back to Rush to Reason. Somebody texted into we got about a minute or so left. Yeah. Have we seen the previews or know anything about the movie Civil War that's coming out? I've seen just some previews yeah. on it. It's supposed to be premiering here, I believe, uh, early next year. I don't know much more about it other than that. Honestly, I'm not excited about it at all. I, I think, yeah. I don't know much about it, so I... It looks say. like it's going to be heavily divisive and just stupid. But you know what? I could be totally surprised. It could be a great film. Yeah, and I, again, folks, I know nothing about it. It's one of those things where, and, and I don't even know, I haven't had a chance to look, where or how it's even going to be released. Is this a big screen movie? Is it made for yes. YouTube, Internet, all that? Big or? screen. It's going to be big a big screen. screen movie. And I also have seen the new previews for Kung Fu Panda 4, Okay, which I'm going to say look awful. I I just am not excited about that. But you never know. Hey, maybe they'll be good. The only thing I know on the um, Civil War end of it is I've seen a lot of conservative sites sort of promoting and looking at it in that way. And, again, I have no information on what the movie is like and how it's landed one way or the other, so I I cannot answer that. 
I think the odds of these people putting together a conservative. Who's making it? Do you know? No. Charlie, any idea who's making it? Charlie usually knows all this. You know what? We can look that up and we'll talk about that here in the future. It's not going to be out till 2024, which is a few weeks away anyway. So it'll be interesting. We'll get, as we get closer, we'll talk more about it. All right. We're going to do, again, movie rental hour. Next hour, we'll start with NFL picks here in just one minute. Don't forget text line 307 200 8222. Somebody called and said it's not working. I'm getting texts as we speak. So 307 200 8222. You can also call in here in a little bit. And that's 303 477 5600. We'll be right back, though. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.